Welcome to World According to Noah. You were going to say something else. No, I just made that up. Yeah. What song was that? Oh, I oh, just made it up. You just made the song up. I gotcha. It's the ja- it's the Jaegerberg March. The Jaegerberg March. Yeah, from Germany. Okay. Makes sense. Because it goes right along with what we're talking about today. Wait. <laughs> She's from Germany? No. I don't know how that would fit with what we're talking about today. That's what I was, <coughs> what I was joking about. So, before we get started... Did we do anything fun this past week? No. No? Uh-uh. We watched a movie. Yeah. Which was a pretty good movie. I think you had seen it before, but you might not have remembered. We have. I know I had watched it, but I think I must have fell asleep because I didn't remember the ending. I know you find that hard to believe that I fell asleep during the movie. But we watched the Adam Sandler movie on Netflix called Hubie Halloween. Which is good for little older kids, right? Uh-huh. But it was fun. Um, hold on one second. Well, before we get started... Thank you, William. We want to say hello to William and thank you. He is our latest five-star review. So thank you so much for listening and giving us a review. You know, any of y'all can do that. If you listen to us on iTunes, you can go out there and give us a five-star rating and tell people what you think of us, and we'll give you a shout-out. Right? Right. Thanks, William. All right. So, Hubie Halloween. Fun movie, but probably adult, like, older kids. Probably 13 and up, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a fun movie, if you hadn't seen it. If the older people out there know Adam Sandler movies, they kind of know what it is. And then we went to a, some kind of fall festival on Sunday, remember? And we got to see like those weird larva things. Oh. Do you remember what they were called? No. I don't either. Something fly. Yeah, some kind of fly larva that were really big. And he showed they us... They looked like water ants. They looked like water centipedes. They looked bigger than ants. But what cool, what was the cool thing he showed us? How they breathe. Yep. Uh, they have like little balls under... They have like... I don't know how to explain it. They're called gills. They have their gills. They puff up and make like tiny little balls. There's like six of them. So that was like their little lungs under each of their legs. Yeah. And so when he put them underwater and turned it upside down, you could see all their little gills, puffing gills up. filling up with water and with oxygen. I get well taking the oxygen out of the water. However, they work that. It was kind of neat. They're about, what, two and a half, three inches long? This big. And then they turn into some kind of big fly. 
That's this big. Yeah. It was kind of neat. <coughs> Sounds like you're trying to get sick again, huh? Yeah, I won't. I will not be going to school Thursday. I'm skipping Wednesday because I want to go to science class. What's the science class on Wednesday? I'm making a genetic baby. A genetic baby? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how that will work. I don't either. <clears throat> so, did we do anything else? Or is that all? You went camping. No, it wasn't fun. You said you had fun. Y'all went to no. Tannehill, which we do every Halloween. And you got to pre-see all of the Halloween decorations. Pre-see? I thought we weren't going again. Well, I don't know. But Tannehill is a state park around here. And every Halloween, all the RV people decorate their RVs for Halloween. And it's like a big deal. It's a Civil War bullet factory place. Yeah. It's a forge. Tanny Hill Forge. So, what was your favorite decorated The pirate one. They turned it into a big ship? Yeah. The Black Pearl. That's kind of cool. So, we also had... A spooky tour lined up, but we weren't able to do that because it rained. So this weekend we will do this spooky tour, which will touch base on some stuff that we've already discussed, but we might learn more stuff about it, right? Right. So we'll get that next week, hopefully. But this week we are going to do, uh, what was it called? What did I say? Halloween Urban Legends or Paranormal Games? I already said Paranormal Games. Oh, you already said that? Oh, yeah, when we were talking about the song. Uh-huh. Well, we are going to talk about Urban Legend, like Paranormal stuff. Before? Huh? Before? Before what? We talk about the Paranormal Games. It's all the same thing, buddy. It's all, it's just two different ways to look at it. So we're going to start with a classic. Which is... Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Do you even know what Bloody Mary is? Some, some girl. That's it. That's all you know about Bloody Mary? Uh-huh. You don't know how to call Bloody Mary? You turn off your light and go in the bathroom and say her name three times. And then what? Uh-oh. She's just there. She appears in the mirror or something? Uh-huh. Well, that's, let's see what it really is. Let's see. It says, she is said to appear in a mirror, like you said. When her name is chanted repeatedly. I think it all depends on who's telling the story. How many times you're supposed to say it. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign or malevolent. Depending on historic variations of the legend. Bloody Mary appearances are mostly witnessed in a group participation play. So you're not supposed to really do it by yourself. Historically... 
The ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards. Well, this is crazy. Holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. Wouldn't that be kind of difficult? Walking upstairs backwards in the dark with a candle and a mirror? Mm-hmm. As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. Oh, I guess that's something different. There was, however, a chance that they could see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating they were going to die before they had the chance to marry. I guess that's what it used to be. And now, the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in the act of catromancy. I don't know what that is. This is done by repeatedly, repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit, moon, <coughs> candlelit room. The name must be uttered 13 times or some other specific number of times, like you said. What did you say, three? Mm-hmm. Well, this says 13 or whatever your story says. The Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, which... Ghost that could be friendly or evil or demonic spirit. Sometimes seen covered in blood, hence the name Bloody Mary. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out. So, okay, hold on. Why would you do this if you have a choice and a chance of this thing scratching your eyes out, stealing your soul, drinking your blood, uh, cursing and screaming, that's one thing. Strangling, I guess that's pretty bad. But stealing your soul? Drinking your blood? Yummy. That That doesn't sound like a good thing to try now, does it? Some variations of the ritual called Bloody Mary by a different name. Now it says some people call it a different thing. They call Bloody Mary sometimes Hail Mary or Mary Worth. The modern legend of Hanako-san in Japan strongly parallels the Bloody Mary mythology. So it says, now knowing all that, do you want to go try Bloody Mary? Yeah. And then hopefully you get your soul sucked out. Or my eyes scratched out. Or your eyes scratched out. Just have your eyes closed. Well, then how are you going to see it? Womp womp. It says there's some debate on the identification of Bloody Mary and if she's based on a real woman. A number of historical figures have been put forward as candidates for Mary, including Mary I of England, the daughter of Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, who had around 300 religious Protestant dissenters burned at the stake during her reign, earning her the nickname Bloody Mary. Elizabeth Bathory, a 17th century Hungarian countess who allegedly tortured and killed around 660 girls and women, bathed in their blood, and was accused of vampirism. You know why she bathed in their blood? Why? To remain young. 
so she would bathe in the blood of young girls. Is that how Hocus Pocus became a movie? Is that what they do in the movie? Oh, they suck the souls out of little no. kids. <clears throat> to become young again. No. Alright, so what what do you think about Bloody Mary? Womp womp. Womp womp. Yeah. Alright, this one I've never heard of. I have. You've heard of Baby Blue? Yeah. Alright, well tell me what you think of Baby Blue. What is... They... A mother drowned her baby okay. in a toilet. Uh. And apparently you're supposed to go into the toilet room. The bathroom. With the, yeah, with the lights off and say baby blue baby blue baby blue a bunch and then you feel like a you're holding a baby that sounds a lot like bloody mary no except this time you're holding a baby and not getting your soul sucked out i don't know about that part well, no because you're going in the bathroom and looking in the mirror and saying the baby name well, yeah but the baby's supposed to be heavy let's see says this urban legend is related to the myth of Bloody Mary. If you Baby Blue is an urban legend about a strange game that kids play in the bathroom. If you perform the ritual, they say an evil, ghostly infant will appear in your arms. You have to go in the bathroom on your own, turn off the lights and lock the door. Then you stare into the mirror, hold out your arms like you're rocking a baby, and repeat the words baby blue, baby blue 13 times without making a mistake. If you do it right, you will suddenly feel the weight of an invisible baby in your arms. The baby will get heavier and heavier as it grows larger and larger. You will feel it scratching your arms. So it grows? Uh, you didn't hear that part? I did. Before it gets too heavy, you have to quickly take the invisible... <laughs> what? You have to quickly take the invisible baby, flush it down the toilet, and run out of the bathroom. If you don't do it fast enough, a hideous woman will appear in the mirror. She will yell, give me back my baby, and scream loud enough to break glass. If you're still holding the baby, she will kill you. Some people believe the woman is Bloody Mary, and she murdered her own child when she shattered a mirror and used pieces of broken glass to stab him to death. Huh. So womp what, you womp. <laughs> what you think about that one? You want to go try that one or you want to try Bloody Mary? Both. Both? Now. According to the urban legend, a group of girls found out about the baby blue story and decided to try it out. They didn't believe it would work, so they sent their friend Laura into the bathroom on her own. She turned the lights off and closed the door behind her. Laura put her arms out and started chanting the phrase, Baby Blue, Baby Blue. All of a sudden, a baby appeared in her arms and began scratching her. Laura was scared out of her wits and had no idea what to do. She wanted to drop it and run, but she was afraid of what would happen. She just stood there holding the invisible baby as it grew heavier and heavier. Suddenly, she caught sight of something horrible in the bathroom mirror and screamed in terror. When her friends heard her screaming... They tried to open the bathroom door, but it was locked. Finally, they managed to run into a friend's house to get help. When they broke open the door, they found Laura lying dead on the bathroom floor. Her eyes had been scratched out. 
They couldn't move her body because something large and invisible was pinning her to the ground. Did not. You want to try? You want me to lock you in the bathroom and you say, Baby Blue? No. No? I don't want to. That's too boring. Too boring? Yeah. Is that the girl from The Ring? It just says, Scary Woman Dressed in White. The Ring, I think, was dressed in black. Oh. Wasn't she? No, she, her hair went down to her dress. Yeah. So, let's see. Here are some urban legends. I don't think these are stuff like Bloody Mary. These are just some urban legends of stuff. That are utterly terrifying. This one's called Spiderwig. That just sounds like Spider Pig. Spider Pig? Spider Pig. Doing things. A Spider Pig can. Wanting an authentic costume for a Halloween party, a young woman headed up to the attic to look through a trunk of old clothes. A 1920s fringe dress caught her eye and she knew she had to wear it. Holding it, in front of, <clears throat> holding it up in front of herself, she danced around the attic, stopping in front of a mirror, a tall mirror. The dress was perfect. She gazed at herself in the mirror and frowned at her hairstyle. It was all wrong. She needed a bobbed hairdo from the 20s. You know what a bobbed is? When girls have, like, short hair, kind of. Oh. Suddenly, she recalled a wig she had seen at the bottom of the trunk. Retrieving the wig, she was about to put it on when the doorbell rang. Clutching the wig and the dress, she ran down the stairs to open the front door. We're going to be late. Her best friend stood in the doorway, freaking out. I'll steam out the wrinkles while you get your hair done. We need to hurry. Once she was dressed, the woman was thrilled with her costume. They left the party giggling at how, looked, how she looked like a 1920 gangster's girl. By the time they arrived at the party, the woman was scratching at the wig. Having never worn a wig, she had no idea it could feel so itchy and crawly. You wore a wig once. Was it all itchy and crawly? It was just itchy. Just itchy? They had only been at the party for five minutes when the crawling sensation became unbearable. Did yours become unbearable? Yeah. Yeah, it did, because you didn't wear it. The wig is so itchy, I don't think I can stand it for the whole night. Her friend looked at her and screamed, pointing at the wig as black spiders crawled out from under it. The women shrieked as spiders covered her face. She panicked, slapped at the spiders as they traveled down her arms. She jerked the wig from her head and threw it on the floor. A sea of baby spiders burst from the wig, scattering everywhere. The party goers screamed and ran from the room. It seemed a spider had spun a nest inside the wig, and the little creepy crawlies had hatched in time for the Halloween costume party. I even that scary. The poor woman ran for the party. However, in her absence, she was awarded first place for the creepiest Halloween Spider Woman costume. That wasn't scary. No, it was kind of creepy, though. No, it was boring. Boring? You didn't like that one? No. Let's read one more of these, and then we'll go back to some other uh, game things. Because there's one I really want to tell you about. Halloween tattoos. Two girls, cousins, went trick-or-treating together every year. 
One year when they returned home, the girls were thrilled to discover they'd each received a unicorn temporary tattoo. They showed the tattoos to their mom, who thought they were a clever idea to give trick-or-treaters. The girls quickly applied the tattoos to their arm, and within a few, min within a few minutes, the moms noticed they were acting strangely. It was almost as like they were drunk or worse, drugged. The moms scooped up their daughters and rushed them to the emergency room where the doctors believed the girls had been drugged. Police confiscated all their candy, but the lab reports showed no drugs. The next day after the two girls had recovered, one of the moms was picking up her daughter's Halloween costume from the floor when she noticed the used tattoo packaging. She grabbed a plastic bag and took it to the police station. The lab reported the tattoo revealed it had been laced with a hallucinant drug. So it was laced with acid. Yay! I've never heard of that one before, but that's the same thing as the, the razor blade and the apples kind of thing. What? You've heard of that, haven't you? No. I think it was actually on that page. But it's kind of explanational. Let's see. E explanation. Explanational? Yeah. That word. So, it was in the 80s. I'm just, there, it's on here, but I'm going to tell you that it was in the 80s, maybe into the 90s, where everybody gave warnings that there was Razor blades in candy. candy and pins in candy. So you could take your candy to the police station to have it x-rayed to make sure there was no metal objects in your candy. But I don't think it ever happened. I don't think anybody ever had any razor blades in their candy. I think that was the Halloween myth. All right. Now we're going to go through these kind of quick... Here's just a few paranormal games you should not play. Let's see. The Midnight Game. It originated as an ancient pagan ritual designed to punish those who disobey the old gods. The gist of the game involves summoning a midnight man into one's home and then trying to avoid him between midnight and 3.33. Why do you do that? Why do you invite... A haunt into your house. No, it says you you punish those who disobeyed the God, no. the old gods. Such is achieved by staying on the move and looking out for the signs he's near. These signs are said to include a sudden fall in temperature and strange whispers. So what happens if he catches you? Well, nothing pleasant. Then say. Womp womp. So you <laughs> you order some kind of, you summon some kind of specter into your house, and then from midnight to three thirty three, you have to run around the house, running away from them, or you could be taken away from the spirit by the spirit. I guess mm. you'll play that one. Sure. Okay. The three kings. Three freaking. It's a game, but it could also be considered a form of shadow work. Kind of like tarot cards. You know what tarot cards are? Okay. It requires a dark room with no light and setting up two mirrors facing each other with a chair placed in the, in the middle. 
Then at 3.30 a.m., the player is to sit in this chair with a lit candle and look straight into the darkness and not the two mirrors. The trick is to then enter a meditative state and see what happens. People who have played this game have spoken or a feeling or talking to an unknown presence or even entering an alternate dimension. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Of course, these players are experiencing a psychological effect in all likelihood, but in either case, okay. So, like, you're supposed to ask questions and stuff, and someone in one of the mirrors is supposed to answer you. And one of the mirrors is supposed to be the polite queen or something, and the other is a jester. And so you might get a serious answer or a jokey answer. But you're never supposed to look into the mirror straight at whoever's there. Why? Because bad things can happen to you. But what if you I want to look? Bad things, buddy. Bad things. Let's see. One man hide and go seek. Do you want to play hide and go seek? But you don't have a friend to play with? Well, you could always try summoning a demonic entity with a creepy, murderous doll instead. Oh, ah, man, I cannot talk. You could always try summoning a demonic entity into a creepy, murderous doll. Do you really want to play hide-and-seek <laughs> uh, hide that bad? Yeah. One Man Hide-and-Go-Seek is another game said to be based on an old ritual that involves summoning a wandering spirit into the body of a doll or puppet and then playing hide-and-seek with a now-animated object. As if bumbling through your house in the dark, looking for a hi or hiding from a potential killer doll isn't bad enough, the game requires you to hold salt water in your mouth that you must then spit on the doll in order to win. Huh. That sounds fun. If you want a creepy little murderous baby following you around the house trying to catch you before you spit salt water on them? Gaga. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do that one. Alright. One more. How would you say that? Durami-san. Durama-san. Or bath game. Bath game. It's a Japanese game based on an urban legend. It essentially involves chanting Dharama-san fell down possibly in Japanese so we'd never be able to do that while washing one's hair in the bath in the dark. After a while it is said that a presence will become known to whoever is playing. Apparently, apparently they also experience a vision of a Japanese woman falling onto and being impaled by a rusty faucet. So you got to be in the bathtub, in the dark, washing your hair, saying, Dharamasan fell down, over and over, until you might see a Japanese lady falling onto a rusty water faucet. <clears throat> Once a player finishes washing their hair, they must say aloud, why did you fall in the bathtub? Then, without waiting for an answer or pulling the plug, the player is to close their eyes and quickly leave the bathroom, all while avoiding falling over and shut the door behind them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, is that creepy enough? No. Uh, well, we got more. Because that just gets the game started. The next day, a presence will stalk the player, slowly creeping up behind them. When she's getting too close for comfort, shouting, Tamare, or Tamar, which is stop, will temporarily stop her in her tracks. But she'll keep, uh, she'll continue creeping up on the victim until they catch a good glimpse of her and shout, Kata, I cut you loose. Failure to do this before midnight supposedly resorts in Dharamasan entering the person's dream. Freddy Krueger style. But Freddy Krueger. So, all day long you'll have some creepy Japanese lady falling behind you. And you have to finally cut her loose before midnight or you'll have her in your dreams. Yay? Nay? Uh, I'm not Japanese, so. Well... Of all these, what interests you? What are we going to do? No, because I don't want to. You're scared? No, I don't. I just have a lot of stuff to do, and also I have a life to live, so womp womp. Well, I think you ought to do the uh, one-man hide-and-go-seek. Yeah, I'll probably play the one-man hide-and-go-seek. I think that would be wise. You run around the house in the dark with a little baby doll following you. Well, it's only because I know my house the best. I don't know about this weird doll. I don't know. It all sounds kind of creepy to me. It never said it had a homing tracker, so... Womp womp. I say we just leave them all alone and let the spirits be by themselves. Called upon by someone else. Yeah. We'll let somebody else do Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody or Mary. One, Bloody Mary. One man Bloody Mary. Seek. Bloody Mary. Bloody... Ah! All right. I guess that's going to be it this week. Did you have fun talking about Urban Legends? No, it was boring. Huh. Thanks. You're welcome. It was just a joke. So it wasn't boring? No. Okay. I hope not because we just let people listen for 30 minutes and then you told them how boring it was. Anyway. What do you have for the people? Like and subscribe. Go to worldaccordingtonoah at gmail.com If you want a free sticker. They're going fast. Wink, wink. That's it. Give us a rating and a review. We love comments. We love more comments. We'll give you a shout out. Like I said, go to worldaccordingtonoah at gmail and Ask for a sticker if you want one. I guess that's really it for this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.